0: Hi, I'm Colleen, your host of the Good News Podcast. And I'm Neil,
1: the other host.
0: The Good News Podcast is your source for good news, fun stories, auditory delight, and sonic joy.
1: We're bringing all of this goodness to you from the Cards Against Humanity studios in Chicago.
0: Hey, listeners, this is Colleen. So as we talked about earlier in the week, we're having bee week and that is so exciting. We were super lucky to chat with one of my friends, Mary Neesey. Mary has been beekeeping for the last two years and she had a lot to say. So we're actually going to split up our conversation with Mary into two episodes, today's episode and tomorrow's episode. What inspired you wanting to get into beekeeping?
2: So, I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a hippie at heart. I oh, like to Oh, you think so? I mean, in my heart. <laughs> yeah, okay. In my heart I'm a hippie. Okay. I don't look like one. I don't I mean, I don't really act like one, but like, you know, I like the world. I want to sure. you know, like and I know that bees are a problematic thing in the world that there's colony collapse disorder going on yeah. and pesticides. And, and my husband has a saltwater aquarium in the house. It's mm. like his it's like an order of operations. It's like my son's really important to him, and then, and then he loves his fish tank, and I'm like a distant third. So I think he got me, he bought me the beehive for Christmas two years ago, oh, okay. I think, so that I could also have an expensive hobby that took up time, so he would feel less bad about the fish tank. Got wow. It. Okay.
1: There's a lot of emotion mm -hmm, wrapped up in this beehive. Mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm. I mean, I'm glad he did it. (laughs) I am too. I will say that maintaining bees is much easier than trying to recreate Southeast Asian waters in our living room. Right. Because that's what happens with his his tank. Well,
0: that's Mm. the other question I wanted to ask is... I wouldn't even know where to start with a beehive. I don't know where to get the bees. I don't know how to keep the bees happy. I don't know Uh what to do with the bees in the winter. What do you do with the bees in the winter? (laughs) These are good questions. These
1: are good questions.
2: So when he bought me the beehive in December, he ordered the package of bees. You have to order your bees early so that they know. And how did they come? So, okay, there's two ways. Well, maybe there's more. I know of two ways that you can get bees. One is you get a package of bees, which is a mated queen. So when a queen is born, she... Flies out of her little well. A couple of days she goes by. She has to like shake her wings out and get some food in her. And then she flies up into the air and she releases this pheromone into the into the area. Yeah. And then she gets essentially, like, uh, she has she makes love to like between <laughs> fifteen to twenty drones. So when she releases a pheromone, the drones come. They. They come a calling. They they come a calling, and she gets the semen of fifteen to twenty different bees. They die. The drones die once they have sex with her. Like their penis, literally. Like I had a situation last year where I had a penis hanging out of my queen. Like there was a there was like a drone penis hanging out of my bee when she with the queen when she was like wandering around. And my mentor had to pull it out of her. Anywhere. so you have a bee mentor too you have to have a mentor got it you can't just do this by yourself <laughs> no. so um so the queen flies up she gets inseminated by like 15 to 20 <laughs> drones and then she goes back into the hive and then she essentially never leaves again unless the unless the swarm or unless the hive swarms which is a different conversation that i may continue later on okay so um so she gets mated she's so she's she's ready to go. she gets a lot bigger once she gets all that semen inside of her oh. and then uh <laughs> and so when you get the so when you get a package of bees, there's ten thousand bees in a box. Uh-huh. Those bees aren't her bees those are other they're the same species of bee, but they aren't her they babies. she didn't make they're those not babies. her babies, okay, so you get this box and it looks like this it looks like. Um, like it's like a kazoo okay. size yeah, and it has a screen on one side and there's a little plug on top of it that has a cork inside of it. So you get the box of bees that comes with like a can of syrup inside of it that they've been eating while they've been mm. And they, – they're coming from California. Okay. Like my bees came from California. Okay, And so you take the can of sugar out. It's sugar syrup. You take that out and then you pull out the queen cage. You pull out the cork. And there's either candy in there. And if there's not candy in there, you shove a marshmallow in. Mm-hmm. And then you you hang it in between two of the frames of the bees. And then you just basically dump the 10,000 bees on top of that. And so all those workers, and those are all workers. It's pretty much all workers in there. They eat out the candy uh-huh. to release the queen. Ooh. And that takes like three to four days. And so in that time, the queen's releasing pheromones. And she's basically getting them acclimated to who she is. So that by the time they eat her out of the box, then... She lay she gets to work, they've ideally those bees have already been building comb. Yeah. Because she needs comb they need be you know, bee wax beeswax to lay the eggs into. And then the queen starts laying eggs and she lays a thousand eggs a day. Whoa. Whoa. And well, it's even crazier, so the workers are the ones who build the drones do nothing. All drones do they don't even have stingers. Drones can't even protect the hive. The male bees are just there to eat. And wait for a queen to be born. And they do some temperature regulation within the hive. It's not that they're completely useless. But, like, drones only make up 10% of the hive. The other 90% are workers. Okay. So the workers are determining. And are the workers male or female? All female. I know. There's so many feminist (laughs) allegories wrapped up in beekeeping. It's insane. I'm surprised there's not more feminist allegories about bees. So the the, the workers set to work. And the comb you're used to seeing, that's all worker babies were born in those okay. like the, the tight little yes. yeah. beak, the yeah. comb you're used to seeing. Yeah. So if the sex of the bee is determined by the size of the beak of the comb. Okay. So that what you normally see that's worker. And so the queen goes in she feels the size of the thing with the back of her legs and she's like okay I'm going to put in a worker egg. And a worker egg is a queen's egg. Plus semen. She's got two tubes inside of her. So she just so she decides, it in the comb. So so a worker bee is a fertilized egg. Okay. So then once the once there's enough workers in the colony, then the workers will start building drone comb, which is bigger. It looks like kick cereal. Mm-hmm. And so the queen will feel that's a bigger hole, and then she just puts in an egg. Drones are unfertilized eggs. Gotcha. So it's only carrying are on you, the DNA of the queen. What are you? You look shocked,
1: Neil. <laughs> I love this. This is. I had no idea. I
0: know. It's nuts. It's nuts. I love so it. where does the honey come in? So well, wait, wait. Are we are I'm we sorry. done with the egg talk?
1: Know. Are let's we keep, done with so, egg so, talk? Stick no,
2: with the eggs. I can stick with eggs yeah, forever. Let's do the eggs. So, so so
1: an unfertilized egg is put in a slightly, in a slightly larger, larger comb. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So the queen starts laying eggs. As a beekeeper, what you're basically doing is making sure that you're queen right. That you're like laying. Eggs that the queen is laying her eggs, and you've got eggs in all stages of development, and she's laying a thousand a day. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: but that's so many, mm-hmm. and they're all
2: hatching. Mm-hmm. So what do you do with all those you bees? Should, oh, it's insane. Well, here's the thing: workers only live between three to five weeks, so there's uh, constantly dying okay. off. Yeah, okay. And when a so like when a so the egg gets laid, if you so when you're in there, you're looking to see. Little tiny eggs. So I actually have like these, like these little uh, magnifying glasses that I wear so I can see the eggs. You know, a queen has been there if you see eggs. The queen was there at least four days ago. Okay. Okay. So then, one to four days, then they turn into these gross little worms, and then they wrap a cocoon around themselves, and then they cap. Then the the workers cap that thing, and then they gestate for however long they're gonna gestate, 24 or 32 days or whatever. Uh huh. And then they eat their way out of the hole, and then they're born. And when they're born, they're fully grown. They're like a fully grown bee. Yeah. And then a bee does all of the stages of work. So, like, when a bee comes out, I might get this wrong a little bit, but I'm going to be close enough. But, like, so when the bee comes out, they initially become nurse bees. So they clean up their cell to make it ready for either an egg or pollen.
1: Cute. This is Very nuts. kind. Yeah, this is yeah.
2: crazy. And then they become nurse bees. So then they're going through, and they are feeding royal jelly And pollen to baby bees. Now, this is where the pollen comes in. So in the beginning of spring, bees are going out and they're collecting pollen. Yeah. And pollen is what baby bees need to be able to turn into big bees. Big bees. So pollen is for baby bees. Okay. And royal jelly, which is the stuff they secrete out of their forehead. And royal jelly is like mostly fed to queens, but they also give it to baby bees. So pollen's kind of always coming in. And then when the honey flow is on, the nectar flow, which happens, like, where are we, what are we, in July? So, like, the nectar flow starts, like, the last week in June. Mm -hmm. Nectar is the other, so flowers produce pollen and Nectar. Nectar, this is amazing, you guys this is gonna blow your mind a little bit. <laughs> so bees have a thing called a bee stomach or called a, a honey stomach. So uh-huh. they'll go through, they collect nectar from whatever kind of flowers collect nectar. Uh-huh. They store it in their honey stomach, they bring it back to the hive. There is a bee that they feed, they spit that honey into another bee, and then that bee spits that honey what? into they spit the honey into the comb, and then there's bees whose their job is just fanning the honey. So they just stand there and they're just like beating their little wings. Yeah. And when the hu- and when the nectar hits a humidity point between 15 and 18 percent, then another bee comes along and caps it.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Bees are amazing. They are amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. So the pollen is their is their protein source, and then the the honey is their is their carbohydrate source. Okay. And so honey is basically when bees are making honey, they're making their food to last them through the winter. Okay.
1: This is incredible! Mm-hmm. It's incredible. Mm-hmm.
2: I hope I'm I hope I'm getting this all correct. How
1: how's your? <laughs> yeah, we're we're taking you at your word. <laughs> you could just be lying mm-hmm. about all how's bee stuff. Doing? My
2: garden is amazing because I mean, you'd of been the at, bees. Yeah, you've been in my backyard sure. before, so it was pretty okay before. Yeah, because I'm a bit of a I got a bit of a green thumb. Mm-hmm. Um, but since in the last two years my garden's insane. The bees. The bees. That It truly, it. it truly is a testament because I've always had like a nice backyard. Things will die. Nothing dies now. Yeah. Like. It's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. That's my friend, Mary Nisi.
0: She has been urban beekeeping for the last two years. She is an entrepreneur super lady. She owns a DJ company called Toast and Jam. And she also owns and operates a co-working space called Ampersand in Logan Square in Chicago.
1: Thanks for listening